This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined today by Brad Johnson. Brad, how you doing? Pretty good today. How about you? Doing all right. Doing all right. It is Thursday, April 9th, and uh got some more fantasy news to talk about. How'd your, uh, how are your teams doing so far? You having some luck uh, three days in? Don't have uh, Adrian Gonzalez on any teams, so uh, the luck isn't uh, running too far in my favor. Yeah. Uh, even have a couple last place rosters right now, but not too worried about that yet. Yeah. Um, yesterday, Wednesday, we saw Cubs cards finally played, and Arietta was about as good as he hoped he would be. Mm-hmm. And we saw um, Detroit blow up, uh, blow up the Twins as much as he thought they would, for sure. And Alaska was dependably bad. Which was a stack that um, that Matt liked, and that went pretty much how he wanted it to go. Carlos Carrasco was good against the Astros. I don't know, not not a lot of huge surprises yesterday. No, not really. And uh, Carrasco was a big play on my part. Uh, I've, anyone who's followed me knows that I'm very much on his bandwagon, probably leading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that really got me yesterday was the Red Sox just getting blanked by Aaron Harang. That's yeah. Just, uh, was not was, not in the cards, at least what I expected. That was the surprise of the day, I suppose. Was uh, they had trouble with him, and good old Jeff Francoeur hit a three-run home run, which was made me uh, made me smile in a weird way. And there at the end of the game, Hanley Ramirez hit a summer home run that just didn't make it over the wall. Would have been a grand slam. Yeah, uh, a month from now. Yeah. And then very late at night, the uh, favorite thing I saw last night was the um, Pirates and the Reds played till after midnight their time, and Radamus Liz showed up for the first time in the major leagues in like six years or something, and uh, he did Radamus Liz things and gave up a walk-off single to Joey Votto to end the game, but it was still fun to see that name. It had been a while since Radamus Liz had showed up, so... Well, uh, we got some stuff coming up for Thursday. Some games going on today. We got an early game today. So we're gonna get things out for you. Hopefully you guys can, uh, get some help from our picks today. At least before this, uh, early game going on. Pirates Reds start pretty early. Yep, 1235. Um, okay. So who do you have for, uh, catchers? Might as well start at catcher for Thursday. Sure. I'm looking mainly at a couple games just because of the uh, potential rain in uh, several cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leaves me with just a couple choices. Uh, Evan Gaddis and uh, Sal Perez are two of the top ones on my board. Mm-hmm. I wrote down Sal Perez because uh, he uh, likes to hit lefties. Yes. And he gets to do that. He gets uh, danks. Danks who used to be a pitcher I liked. He was a guy I had on some teams about Four or five years ago. <laughs> and not so much anymore. Yep, he's uh, faded quite a bit. He's one of those guys who's just kind of clinging to a job at this point because he's getting paid. Next year he'll probably be a minor league invite. Mm-hmm. And then uh, why do you like Gaddis? He gets uh, Trevor Bauer. Uh, just uh, Bauer's a little bit homer prone, and you know that's what you're playing for in DFS a lot. It's just that uh, one high pitch that goes out. For sure. Um, the other names I had... Alex Avila gets Kyle Gibson. Is that something that uh, you're interested in, or is that a, a kind of a weather risk of a game? Uh, that that game is definitely a big weather risk. At least what I'm looking at here, 
it'll start and then probably run into storms around, you know, 2 or 3 p.m. Uh, so could potentially be rained out in the middle of the day, even if they get back on the field later. You know, it's uh, always tough to gauge what's going to happen after a long delay. Yeah, not something you want to mess with, usually. Yeah, um, the, the current forecasts at least make it look like it's definitely going to have a delay. They're calling for, for thunderstorms. That's automatic. Yeah. That's uh, Twins Tigers. And then I also wrote down uh, Vote versus Nick Martinez. Is that something that you liked at all? Uh, that That's a play that can be made. Uh, it's more that I don't like the stadium. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of holds me back on the White Sox-Kansas City game a bit, too. But, you know, you got to play somewhere. And, you know, Vote's perfectly fine, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not a lot of ceiling. I'm not sure where the floor is on him. Uh, so there's... It's a little more uncertainty as some of these other picks I have. And pitchers are pretty cheap today uh, if you're not comfortable with the Nationals game, which could get some rain as well. Uh, looks yeah. like weather will hold off on that one now. The uh, the interesting name for me in that one was not so much Stephen Vogt, but uh, Nick Martinez. Yes, yes. Martinez is uh, one of the shakier pitchers in baseball. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, so at first base, I had a handful of names I wrote down, starting with uh, Pedro Alvarez gets uh, Desclafani. Do you uh, have any opinions about Pirates Reds today? You know, it was one of the games that kind of crossed off, because uh, the early report was saying that it was just going to rain the whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's saying that it'll kind of kick in around you know, 2 to 3, which might give them a chance to get the entire game in. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't really done much analysis on that particular game. Uh, the matchup sounds fine. I, I'm always concerned about using Alvarez just because every time I've used him, he just strikes out three, four times, does nothing. I never get that two homer day yeah. uh, that I'm hoping for. Uh, so I just, there, there's so much downside with him that I try to avoid him. Yeah, he's definitely pretty boomer bust. And then I also wrote Adam LaRoche gets a uh, Edinson Volquez. The very nebulous Edinson Volquez would be a word I could use for him. I'm not yeah, really and, sure. Uh, I'm not really sure what to expect from him as a royal. Yeah, it's tough to get a gauge on what to expect from Volquez. Uh, he was pretty good last year with the Pirates. This year, you know, the stadium's still another good stadium for him. He has a nice outfield defense, and field defense isn't terrible. Uh, should be, you know, solid. I won't yeah. say great, but, you know, solid. Not someone you're necessarily trying to target against? Probably not at Kauffman Stadium, at least. If this yeah. were at uh, U.S. Cellular Field, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Who did you like at first base? I'm looking at a couple Indians, either Brandon Moss or Carlos Santana. Okay. You like the opposite side of that instead of up against Trevor Bauer. They go up against, uh, I'm going to do my best with the name here, Asher Wojewski. Yeah, I think it's, Wysh- I think it's I can say it in my mind, but I can't get it out of my mouth, you know? Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll call him Asher. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the Indians against Asher should be uh, a decent stack. Again, it's a good ballpark for home runs. Uh, these are two good home run hitters. Uh, so they're you know, pretty solid plays. Okay. Yeah, and both guys that can leave the yard. I know uh, Carlos Santana did that yesterday. I don't think Brandon Moss has yet, but... Um, as long as his hips are okay, there's no reason that he can't go off for big power. We saw that at times last year, for sure. Um, and he looked pretty good this spring, so I'm confident that he's healthy. Yeah. I wrote Ike Davis versus Nick Martinez. Again, mm-hmm. Ike Davis will be a much cheaper play. 
I haven't seen much from him yet this year. Then that's not saying much, you know. And it's not a great home part. Right. But if you're if you're looking to go under the radar, I think the stack against Nick Martinez there might be a little bit there, but it'd be pretty under the radar. And then um, the name I actually liked more was uh, Edwin Encarnacion goes to the Yankee Stadium and gets uh, CC Sabathia. And it feels weird to consider stacking against CC Sabathia, but there's a righty lefty thing to exploit there and a good stadium to hit. Um, do you have any feelings about Blue Jays against Sabathia? Yeah, so that was definitely one that I recommended yesterday, that whole kind of expensive Blue Jays stack. Uh, you'd have to find a cheap pitcher to pair in there. Uh, right now, again, weather report saying, uh, you know, showers throughout the game. Uh, doesn't mm-hmm. really sound like it's going to prevent the game from being played, but it will, you know, really dampen any kind of home run uh, expectations. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like yesterday, you know, when Hanley Ramirez almost hit that home run. You're going to have the same kind of situation uh, New York tonight where you're just really going to have to get into a ball to put over a wall. Mm-hmm. Might be, uh, yeah. Rain just seems like something you want to try and avoid as much as you can. Especially Absolutely. in DFS where you could just be just playing out of luck, you know. And that night format today only has three games, so it's pretty limited in your choices. You have that Yankees game. Uh, there's game uh, Giants and Padres at Petco, which, you know, Petco is not a great place for power. Yeah. Unless you got a couple lefty hitters you can toss in there. Yeah. And then uh, Philadelphia is looking a little bit clearer weather-wise than New York, but, you know, they generally experience the same weather patterns. Uh, the game's going to be a little bit chilly, so you're not going to get a lot of home runs again. Yeah. So a lot of those games, uh, you know, some of those formats play only night games in some ways. And so if you had one of those, that that one could get tricky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you have a middle infield, both second base or shortstop? I'm very uh, fixated on uh, Cleveland and Houston today. So uh, looking at Jose Altuve, uh, Luis Valbuena, Alexi Ramirez, uh, that's uh, obviously Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, those those are guys that I have on my board right now. Um, I even took a share of LCD's Escobar on uh, DraftKings just because of you know how they have to pick two pitchers there. I yeah. try to not to. It kind of limits your choices when you're only looking at three games that aren't going to be affected by rain at some point. Mm-hmm. I usually try to avoid Escobar just because he has absolutely no power. Right, but he does get that. Uh, he has the righty lefty advantage over Dinks in. Yeah. If you decide to, right, not a big deal for Escobar necessarily, but if you are deciding to, for whatever reason, stack up against uh, Danks and go for those mighty Royals hitters, he should be there at the top of the lineup, you know, maybe score you some points some other ways. I wrote down Escobar, but wasn't particularly excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote down, if you're trying to go against Volquez, uh, do you have any feelings about Micah Johnson and the White Sox lineup? You know, I was, I was trying to decide if, how I felt about him. It's just, I'm not sure how much he's going to hit. Yeah. And his entire game's getting on base, or if he's going to have a game, it's going to be about getting on base. So until he shows that he can hit, I'm kind of out on him. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and he's down in the lineup too, so that kind of limits his value. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, uh, it's a very cheap villain, I suppose. One of the last guys you maybe put on your roster with if you don't have much money left. And hope yeah, that definitely. He can steal, hope he can steal some bases and get some value. And today that comes down to whether you decide to use Strasburg or Harvey. And 
as I was saying before, maybe that game's looking a little clearer now than it was an hour or two ago when I was doing my initial research. Uh, but uh, if you're not comfortable with the rain, you're going to end up with a cheap pitcher. You're not going to need someone like uh, Micah. Yeah, and I actually wrote down uh, Chase Utley versus Justin Masterson. Um, you know, Masterson has had trouble with lefties in the past. Um, Chase Utley still around. I don't think he's certainly not what he used to be, and the name might drive up his price. But even uh, Ryan Howard, who we all know is not great, but if you're betting against Justin Masterson and you want to be sneaky, you know, and you can deal with the weather. The weather is there's a lot of red flags around this, but fellow is worth writing down uh, a retro Philly stack <laughs> against righty uh, Masterson. I don't think it's a necessarily a great play by any means, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they put up some runs, you know. There are very few options uh, to choose from for that late contest, so it's a you know, perfectly viable idea. I think I've even t- thrown it into a lineup already against uh, Buckholes first day. That didn't work out. Yeah. But it's it's still a decent idea. Yeah, Masterson in the past has had those uh, troublesome splits against lefties, and so... If you feel like turning back the clock, I like a few <laughs> fillies. Um, but I also wouldn't get my hopes up too much. It would just be a little bit sneaky. You mentioned Luis Valbuena at third base. Anybody else stick out to you there? So recall third base is a little ugly today with those potential rainouts. And then if you're even thinking about that Washington game, you still have, you know, Strasburg and Harvey to contend with. So those hitters are pretty much out. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much down to, uh, Adrian Beltre versus Graveman. Brett Lowry on the other side of that matchup. And that's really about it. Right. If you want to stay safe in terms of weather. Right. Um, I wrote down Lonnie Chisenhall against uh, Asher W. Should we dub him <laughs> that? Um, Chisenhall is a guy who probably won't be that expensive, but can always uh, hit righties. Um, not always. I shouldn't say he can always. He sometimes has shown yeah, that he can hit righties. Sometimes he hits righties. Yeah, um, the, be, the highest score I've ever posted in DFS came on a day when he put up like 24 points on FanDuel, which is pretty ridiculous. Oh, I remember in, that day in that format. I remember that day. Pablo Sandoval gets David Buchanan again. That's mm, a, yes. a weather risk of a day, but Pablo Sandoval switch hitter should do fine against you know Philly starter David Buchanan. And then again, expensive Blue Jay stack, but Josh Donaldson. Get Sabathia, he likes to hit lefties, you know. There's some Blue Jays guys that could do some damage there, but, yeah, weather has really kind of turned this day upside down. Yeah, and with that weather possibly affecting that three-game contest at night, I'm not even looking at that one. I'm just going to let that go. Uh, Other people can have fun with it. Uh, There's just there's so few options. I tend to only play the uh, GPPs, so I, I know... With only three games and, you know, a ton of people in those, I'm going to be doubling up a roster or someone else at that point. Right. That makes sense. Um, yeah, those are guys that, you know, pretty popular hitters and, and not a lot of gain there and some significant downside if they're possibly not going to play. And then finally, how about some outfielders for today, for Thursday? Sure. Again, uh, looking at that, uh, that Houston game, uh, George Springer stands out as someone who could, you know, pop one or two off of Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bauer's a good pitcher. He's on my list of guys to use today because he's one of the few guys who can get some strikeouts besides Strasburg and Harvey. Uh, the downside is, like I said, he does give up some home runs. It's a home run park, and Astros are a very powerful lineup. So yeah. 
it could swing either way for him. I've already talked about the Astros in this podcast this week. They feel volatile is the word mm-hmm. I like to use. Um, they like to strike out for sure, so there's some upside there in terms of being able to rack up the Ks. You know, Carrasco reached double digits against them yesterday. But it's also enough power that if you're not careful, they could make you pay. You know, it could go badly for sure. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a good play when they have uh, aces against them, mm-hmm. uh, like a Carrasco or a Kluber. Uh, that's going to be a little bit safer than a guy like Bauer who could, they could just turn around and hit five bombs off him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in a risky format like a GPP, you know, you can shoot from the right. moon a it's, bit. You know. It's a, it's a better play there. You're not going to want to use guys against the Astros in cash games too often. Yeah. Alright. Um, I wrote down Jay Bruce gets AJ Burnett. This is a simple, uh, platoon advantage. It's by no mm-hmm. means a huge slam dunk, but there's no reason Jay Bruce can't find success there. Again, worried about the weather here, but Anthony goes, put up a bunch of those runs against, uh, Nolasco. And if he's getting in the game and maybe running and being at the top of the lineup and you feel like stacking against the twins, he could do some, put, put up some points, but that's another weather game. It's a little, con- uh, concerning. I have Royals outfielders against Tanks. Both Lorenzo Cain mm-hmm. and Alex Rios should have a platoon advantage if you feel like stacking against uh, White Sox. And then, of course, Jose Bautista completes the expensive stack of Blue Jays players that could do work on Sabathia, but it's just uh, it's a tough day for those. Like you said, that's a oh, yeah. tough game to go near. If they play, I could see him putting up points, but, you know, that's, that's something to stay away from. And then uh, any other outfielders stick out to you? Not really. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I wanted to use Michael Brantley initially. His back's a little banged up. He might not even play today. Yeah. Uh, so that one's kind of out. Okay. That's, how about, uh, that's how about, really about it. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough day. How about pitchers? I, you definitely mentioned Strasburg versus Harvey. That'll be maybe the best game to watch today. I don't know about DFS, but best game to watch in a pitching matchup. Um, Strasburg led the National League in strikeouts last year, which is a stat I feel like I don't hear enough. Yeah, and both pitchers obviously are fantastic. Uh, the only downside to either pick, uh, besides maybe some late game rain, is just that they're facing each other. Yeah. It's going to be hard for either team to pull out a win. Yeah. Yeah, can't really bank on the W, but uh there's no reason both of them can't succeed. I don't know. In a vacuum, do you have a preference? I think Strasburg will have a longer leash. Uh, you know, the Mets are going to be kind of around 90 pitches on Harvey, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're, you're just, you're looking at a shorter game. Uh, he definitely has the stuff to, you know, make 90 pitches the last eight innings and still carve up eight, nine strikeouts with that. So, uh, it still might work for him, but he'll have fewer pitches to work with. That makes sense. Um, you mentioned Bauer at the Astros if you're looking for some upside. Any other ones that uh, stick out to you? I originally like the uh, Shane Green play. I just don't see that game really, you know, functioning in a predictable manner. Yeah, Matt uh, liked uh, that one too. The uh, Oakland game with Kendall Graveman's, uh, you know, he he's not a pitcher that you would usually use in DFS. He doesn't strike out guys. He's really just got that sinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rangers lineup's not very good. Uh, Coliseum's a big park, so there's you know uh, help in case he makes mistakes. And then it's just because today is today, we got a lot of weather games. He won't be affected by rain, and you know, it costs nothing. He's five thousand on FanDuel. 
Yeah. So you can just field whatever lineup you want around them. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, yeah, so there's a lot of picks for a, a convoluted day, a tough mm-hmm. day. And I had mentioned to you before that uh, I'd love to talk about what your strategy is for, I mean, trying to predict baseball is about impossible, but trying to predict the weather is right up there, too. <laughs> and it's uh, our quote-unquote job to predict the future. And uh wondered if you had any insight into trying to predict uh, weather for these games or what your strategy is, maybe what websites you check or how you go about, go about trying to make decisions on who you think might play or might not play. Sure. So generally, I'm going to take a conservative approach when it comes to rain games and DFS. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a traditional fantasy format, I'm much you know, less concerned about if yeah. a guy's game gets rained out midway through. But with dollars on the line every day in DFS, you know, you got to make every player count. Right. Uh, so the- when when I see something like this, you know, Twins-Detroit game, that might end up being a really good uh, DFS play. Uh, if, you know, you have that thunderstorm show up in the second, third inning, uh, lasts for a couple hours and they start playing again, uh, the hitters are probably going to be an advantage against uh, long relief. Yeah. But I don't want to mess with the chance of a rain out, so right. I'm just going to stay away completely. Yeah. The downside is just infinite, you know. Right. Literally getting no points from somebody because they didn't play. And in terms of the process that I use, I start with a site, uh, Daily Baseball Data. Uh, that usually will have you know early information up, uh, breaks it down by hour and, like, storm risk per hour. Uh, tells you direction of the wind, too. Uh, not that I really trust that per se. Uh, winds tend to be very shifty throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Then when we get closer to game time, and any games that I'm using that have a weather risk, I'll just start going to weather.com and watching those maps uh, with the future rain projections. Sometimes, you know, it'll say there's a 50% chance and there's just nothing around and it's just based on weather conditions that produced rain in the past, but it's not raining there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll feel a little more confident about using that. And sometimes it'll say 50% and you can just see this wall of rain coming. Yeah. And it's, well, well it's definitely going to rain. <laughs> yeah. That seems, uh, that seems pretty helpful for sure. If you're willing to put in the work, it can make a big difference for you. Not only to make sure that your guys play games and you don't have any wasted spots in your lineup, but also it can mean uh, big things for you if other players have picked those guys and they uh, they miss out on players, so I feel like especially in uh, days like today that aren't a full slate of games, being able to pay extra attention to the weather could mean big things for you if you stack on games that you know play when a bunch of others don't. Absolutely, it it is a mixed bag because you'll get those people who uh, you you know it's a bad play, it's a bad process to go with that Twins Detroit game today, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have people who use it, and if it happens to go as I said, and you know both teams tee off on long relief you'll have some guys winning big gpps with uh bad process yeah Uh, so that can be frustrating but at the same time more often than not you'll see a rain out in this type of scenario Uh, those guys will just be completely out of the way for you and your odds of reaching the cash is a lot better and then uh to recap specifically today which games other than that one are you kind of staying away from no Uh, twins tigers no yankee stadium the Reds game, uh, Pirates of Reds looks a little iffy. Uh, that's been downgraded as the day's gone along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's already, the storms have been pushed back to two o'clock. That'll, that means most of the game will get in, mm-hmm. uh, at the, at the least. 
Uh, that Nationals game's improved as well. I'm going to probably have to redo all my lineups because now I can consider Harvey and Strasburg. Yeah. Uh, Detroit's definitely out. Uh, Kansas might have a little bit of a delay at the beginning, but it's going to clear out for them. The Astros game has a 20% chance throughout the day for rain, but I'm kind of guessing that's not going to impede the game too much. No. Um, maybe you want to avoid the pitchers, if, especially if that upgrades in the next couple hours, but I think you'll be fine with that. Yeah. And then just the, yeah, those, uh, the Yankees and Phillies games, the temperature is going to be in the 40s uh, at night. It's just not good conditions for power in general, so I'd be staying away from hitters. Yeah. And then uh, the Yankees game has like a 30 to 45% chance for rain. Those are all good enough reasons to uh, avoid what's going on there. All right, Brad, uh, anything you'd like to uh, plug, anything you've been working on or writing lately that uh, our listeners should go check out? You know, I got that daily grind column. It's picks every day. I have some kind of not graphy type stuff yesterday. Uh, if you want to take a look at that, I'll be uh, uh, on Twitter at baseball a team. Uh, if you have any questions today or you know, any other day, feel free to give me a follow and uh, I usually get back pretty quick. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up the other day. I was going to ask what your Twitter was. Yeah, great. Well, that should do it for us today on Thursday. Um, just a reminder, Matt and I have our Field of Streams picks. For today on Thursday, I have Trevor Bauer at Houston, hoping for that upside, which could burn me in this contest where if things go bad, i got to hold on to him. And uh, Matt has Shane Green versus Minnesota. If he gets pushed back a day, uh, that'll count for him the next day. But that's what's going on. Also, I want to remind you guys to check out uh, Sleeper and the Bust, the original podcast here on this stream. Um, Paul Spore is joined by Eno Saris and Jason Collette, and they get much deeper into uh, fantasy analysis for more long-form uh, long form stuff that's going on and season-long traditional fantasy stuff. So make sure to check those guys out Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays as originally scheduled. I think that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Brad, you'll be back with me next week. And other than that, good luck uh, with your lineups this weekend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.